Welcome to a bonus edition here on the podcast. And uh, this bonus edition is my interview with Danko Jones. If you've never checked out the band Danko Jones, you don't know what you're missing if you are a rock fan. Uh, you know, a lot of stuff that uh, you listen to Danko Jones don't realize the layer of thought that he puts into all the art that is Danko Jones. From the musicality to the lyrics of the songs to the album artwork and just who he is as a person. Uh, I was able to sit down with him. I've been a fan of the band for about 16 years and I finally got to see him live. The funny thing about this conversation I had with Danko is you hear a very mild-mannered and intelligent individual. Then when I was able to see him and the band (laughs) play a show in San Francisco, this different personality comes out, and I couldn't say it wasn't. Uh, it was total rock and roll, and uh, probably one of my favorite concerts that I've been to to date now. And, of course, more on Danko Jones, dankojones.com. I highly recommend checking out all of their albums because I am just such a fan of them. So here's a bonus edition. This is my interview with Danko Jones. Well, as promised, uh, chilling out with a man that I've been a fan of for a long time. I normally don't geek out, but for me, this is a geeky moment, and I hope I haven't made you uncomfortable. Uh, Danko <laughs> Jones, man, this is so cool to uh, finally meet you, be talking to you in person. Uh, yeah. Really appreciate it. Well, thanks for having me, Jason. Thank you. You got it. So, of course, the new album uh, is out of Rock Supreme. You guys have been hearing Fists Up High here on the Bear Airwaves. So, we'll be talking about that album uh, here in a little bit, but uh, um, want to know how's the road treating you so far and you guys doing some rare west coast dates well yeah i mean uh we don't really make it down to the states very much and and when we have in the last couple of years it's always the west coast last right. year we did a west coast run with nashville pussy yeah and that was great so we're back just doing four shows you know and tonight will be the third of four right so it's a kind of a real just a quick in and out trip, right, right. As as uh, God, I forget who said it. A uh, a back alley fucking. Just here it is, real quick and out. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, now you can let it fly. I'm going to edit, so this okay. will be. Tra- I'll, I'll I'll take segments that'll go. This will go on my on the podcast feed where it's I gotcha. unedited. So I gotcha. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's like uh, our time sometimes is like super limited because we've got we're touring all the time, but we do really want to come down to the states. It's just really really yeah. hard. People don't realize that if they're not in the music biz and they just think, you know, I, I read this online, like, why don't you come here and over here in the States and why don't you come over here in the States? And so, um, there's just a lot of like red tape and paperwork yes. that, that people don't realize behind the scenes. So yeah, I, it, it is, it's a complication of a lot of red tape and people don't realize the expense of touring too, that, uh, you know, if it's, it's not the fan base there or whatever it is, it, it's, it's, it's a real challenge. I know I've hit you guys on Instagram. Hey, coming to California. It's like, Oh yeah, stand by. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, it's not like we don't want to come down to the States, but yeah, like, like, yeah. like we were, we're talking about it. It's, it's tough, but when we can, we do. 
Yeah. And so we're here. And uh, last night was Los Angeles, and tonight will be San Francisco. So we're having a blast. So it's yeah. great. Yeah, which, uh, folks, we do have that link up there on on the Facebook page where you can go, facebook.com slash 1057thebear. Get details on where they're playing at tonight. Still time to get out and uh, enjoy a show in the Bay Area. Well, let's talk about some of that touring course. Uh, I follow you guys on social media, and a lot of folks know uh, not only your songs that have played here over the years on the Bear Airwaves, but of course, lining up with Volbeat doing Black Rose. So that's totally badass to see when you get up there with those guys and, and perform that live. Uh, what was the experience like getting out on the road with them? Uh, just a great group of guys. Yeah, you know, uh, our relationship with Volbeat, I think it, it really goes back to 06 when, mm. you know, I think they were about to or they had put out their first album or something i can't okay. remember but michael polson he knocked on our door we were playing in copenhagen and he gave us his cd and uh hadn't heard of the band at the time and they weren't doing much and then i think eight nine months later he's on the cover of rock hard in germany which is like a big probably arguably the biggest yeah hard music magazine and uh in, in the on the continent and so from there, it was just, just been an upward trajectory for the band. And I think he remembered that because we were real cool. You know, we didn't know him and we, you know, exchanged nice pleasantries. And I think he, it always stuck with him. And Michael's a man of his word. And, and, uh, we toured with them in America in 2013. And then he hit me up out of the blue, I think in 2015 or 2016 and asked me to sing on Black Rose. And I was honored and, uh, it went number one and on oh, active yeah. rock in America. So that I have a platinum album <laughs> hanging on my wall. The only one I have, uh, Michael and Volby to, uh, to thank for that. And then they took us out just in the fall of last year across Europe. We did the UK and mainland Europe. And, uh, man, I mean, they're a stadium band yeah. in, in, um, Europe. So we've never we tour europe constantly but we've never played some of the venues they play on a regular basis so you know mercedes-benz arena in berlin <laughs> right you know uh zigadome in amsterdam it's huge yeah absolutely well let's give you guys some uh, music from uh, danko jones right now let's go ahead and pull off the uh the single that you guys have heard here it's fist up high off rock supreme new album available again go to dankojones.com to get more details And we're back. Danko Jones hanging out in studio with me. And uh, Danko, I got a, a question for you here that I waited to uh, not throw out there on social media and get some feedback. I, we're both KISS fans. Yeah. And so when I first heard Code of the Road, and there's the part in there where it comes to the chord where it steps down just before the chorus, and you guys got the part that's got a piano. Bang. <laughs> similar to Detroit Rock City. Was that kind of an homage or was that just something that came together in the studio and this is stuff I'm making up? No, I mean, it could be, but it wasn't, it didn't come from me. We, we produced, uh, Nick Raskolinix produced that okay. album that it was off of Never Too Loud and he produced that song and Nick's a huge Kiss fan and, uh, you know, most studios have a piano hanging around there. 
And so that was his idea to just put the, the keyboard there. And I, I, I like those kinds of, um, uh, dressings on songs sometimes, yeah. as long as it's not overdone. Uh, but yeah, I could see how you would hear like a kiss vibe to it, but no, it didn't come from me at okay. all. No. Uh, yeah. I was just curious. I'm, uh, I'm like, uh, I, I listened to that. So I'm like, God, I wonder if that's kind of like a little, you know, just a little shout out to, right. to kiss and that great. I believe that would be, did. wouldn't that, that would be mimicking Destroyer, right? Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah I'm not a big fan of Destroyer. Really? No. So, so it would be. <laughs> it <laughs> see, would be I, coming from Nick Raskolinix, not me. See, I'm not. I'm. I'm kind. I'm with you on that. As I like the songs of it, I'm not huge on the studio album. Because, like, for instance, God of Thunder loses so much on the studio album. Detroit Lock, Rock City, for me, loses so much on the studio album. But in the context of it live, seeing it live, having seen them so many times live, or or the, the live albums, I think there's just something there nuance-wise uh, that, that it misses out. So, Well, lyrically, God of Thunder doesn't really fall in line with uh, Gene's uh, persona. So I think the lyrics are a little bit wonky. I don't... I, I don't I'm kind of... Surprised nobody ever zeroed in on that before because <laughs> right. he's, he's the demon. That's his persona. Right. And this is the God of Thunder. This, it, it makes no sense because right. the demon is from hell down there and God of Thunder is up in the uh, up sky. Above. So it just has, it makes no sense. And, and lyrically and, and then Detroit Rock City is kind of a morbid song about death. And I, I never really thought it was a, like a really good opener. Um, I, I, I've been through this with a friend of mine, Daniel Decay, who we've done podcasts together about yes, this yes. very subject. And Daniel plays an exciter. And we've gone back and forth. And my whole point about uh, the opening cut for Kiss shows, it should be I Stole Your Love, which opens up Love Gun. So these are my little things. I'm not a big fan of Destroy. There we go. That's my <laughs> that's point. A, that's cool. I, I get into it with you. Well, I want to talk the new album because uh, the producer that you worked with on this new album, uh, I mean, he's worked with so many people. One of my all-time favorites, of course, Motley Crue. So how was it when you uh, dug in with Garth on the new album? Well, Agartha, uh, he's um, a fellow Canuck. Yeah. And uh, I think most people know Garth Richardson because of his, uh, because he produced the first Rage Against the Machine album that right. everybody, everybody knows. Yeah. And so, but that just, that's not just Garth. He's done three Biffy Clyro records and Chili Peppers, uh, yeah, uh, Motley Crue. I can't remember what Motley it, it goes album on. Offhand, Actually, but. you can name any popular rock band uh, in, in, modern rock and yeah. Garth is connected or a degree away from it. And so he comes with so much experience and being such a successful producer is always two pronged. You have to know the technical side, but you also know, you have to know the people side and how, how to deal with a band and kind of be a kind of a, a loose psychologist and know sure. how to deal with people. And so it's, I always got along with really, really successful, well-known producers, I always get along with because they, they do know how to deal with people. And especially in such a fragile environment of a band dynamic. Um, so it was great hanging out with Garth, um, for the session. And 
Yeah, we we uh, learned so much, and and he really got the sounds we wanted. Right. Yeah, it is a great album. Again, you can go to DankoJones.com, uh, get uh, your copy of Rock Supreme, or uh, you know, if you're a member of a streaming service, it is just a, a wonderful album. I am such a fan of the band, and I want to jump back here a little bit right now to uh, the Wildcat album. And I hope you guys are going to play this when I get to see you because uh, it's one of my favorite. It reminds me of. Uh, of my ex-girlfriend, but, well, we're still best of friends. It's uh, My Little Rock and Roll. Can you give me a little insight into that song? Just because lyrically, it paints such a wonderful picture of, of, a, of a love story, although maybe a little tumultuous, but still a love story. Uh, right. Yeah, it's definitely that. Um, and lyrically, there's just references to um, the Rolling Stones' Tattoo You album sure, okay. and Keith's song, Little TNA. So it's like My Little Rock R&R. Um, and I do mention the album title in the chorus, Tattoo You. So uh, there's a little bit of that, but people don't need to know that. It, you know, just musically, it's a, it's a fun, catchy song. And yeah. we have fun playing it every night because we do. Yeah, Nice. All right. Well, here it is. This is My Little Rock and Roll, Danko Jones. We're back with uh, Danko Jones hanging out in the studio and uh, got a couple more songs coming up that I want to play, Danko. But I want to talk to you about the Below the Belt album. Uh, you know, it had so many great songs on there. I, I think Bad Thoughts, that is a, is a, uh, a song that it can be so relatable to me at times. I think I've driven my kids uh, uh, insane on that one. Like, <laughs> Come on, Dad, can you put Tool back on? <laughs> um, but uh, also full of regret. So when you when you started developing this album, and then of course if folks haven't seen all the videos, which you, I mean you had so many right. great people in it. You know, Selma Blair in there. Of course, a huge Motorhead fan, so it was cool when Lemmy was in there. Uh, did you have the concept uh, once the album kind of came together that you were going to do? a series of videos which of course ralph macho you also had on which i was able to interview him and talk about oh, his appearance on that <laughs> so uh, how did this all come together because it was kind of one of the bigger projects that you've really done off of any of the albums yeah it was a very natural thing we just wanted to do a, a video for the for the album mm -hmm. at the time for full of regret and we were we were going to do this video with another director and we had this idea of uh, the Michael Douglas movie falling down. Yeah. And we were going to kind of try and, you know, do that for the video. And then it just things weren't lining up properly and uh, we didn't have a lot of time. So we called up our friends, the Diamond Brothers, Josh and Jason Diamond. We've known them for a long time. They're in TV and the movies and they're always doing stuff. And we said, do you want to direct this video? And so they're friends with Elijah Wood. So Elijah was supposed to be the, the central character okay. of the video. And then it just started to get bigger and bigger. And, uh, you know, the producer knew Selma Blair. And so Selma wanted to work with Elijah. And so he, she got on board and then, you know, uh, then we started to the wheels started turning and we were like, well, if we're going to be in LA shooting, Let's see if Lemmy's in town. And so, you know, we know Lemmy from touring with Motorhead a lot. And, you know, Lemmy's been so kind to our band. Yeah. So let's hit him up. So 
he came down, you know, when he was actually, they were recording the new Motorhead album at the time and he came down for, for an afternoon and recorded and, and, uh, did what, what ended up yeah. in the video. And then we had, uh, friends with Mike Watt from Minutemen Firehose and right. called up Mike. Mike was in town. He drove down to the video shoot. The two of them lent me and Mike Watt met and two bass player, two legendary bass yeah. players. So yeah, it was a very natural thing. Nothing was planned. It just unfolded. Right. And then, so while we were filming the first video, uh, I think I, I, I said it to Jason Diamond and I said, how the hell are we going to top this? This is insane. Like we've never, this is no, uh, no band <laughs> has this kind of star studded <laughs> stuff. And, and uh, I said, we got to get like, the, the only way we're going to top this is if we get like the karate kid in this, like just as a joke, <laughs> not because uh, it would be a joke to get Ralph Macho. Right. It's just, it's so out of our world. Right. Like that's such a legendary movie. And, and so when we came, when it came time to, you know, kind of do some pre-production on the second video, I think Jason brought it up. He's like, well, you said Ralph Macchio. I go, well, I, I said that as a joke. There's no way we can get him. We got everyone because we were a degree or we knew right. uh, everyone. You guys were friends with Elijah. We were friends with Lemmy. You know, so-and-so is friends with Selma. You know, like it was just an yeah. easy thing. Well, now that we have this first video with Elijah, maybe we can approach Ralph. And so he agreed. And he only agreed, he told us, when we were on the shoot together because his son was playing like EA sports hockey and he knew our band because our song was on the video oh, game. That's and so, so cool. when Ralph, you know, brought it up, I'm, I've been asked to do this rock band. He, he said, dad, you should do it. Cause he knew it was <laughs> from the video game. So, that's uh, so cool. yeah, it's so cool. And, and so Ralph came down and then he came down again to do the third one. Cause we, everyone, it was so great. Like he was yeah. so cool to hang out with and we were giving him so much space on the video shoot. And he was just calling us over because, you know, nobody wanted to bother him to the point where he was kind of bored. And yeah. so then when he called us over, we like picked his brain and asked him all these questions about Crossroads, which is really, oh yes, as musicians, that's the movie. Yes. Um, but also Karate Kid. But really, as a musician, you can ask any musician about Ralph Macchio and most Crossroads. people will say Crossroads before Karate Kid. And so, yeah, especially the cool end scene with Steve Vai up there absolutely. as the devil's player. And, yeah. You know, I mean, just classic. I would have had to ask him too. So, what was it like working on uh, my cousin Vinny, you know? Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> another one. But, but for us, it was like Crossroads. Yeah. And he, he goes, Crossroads, right? And we we're all like, yeah, yeah, that's the movie. And so he was really cool. And I recently saw him about a year and a half ago. Okay. Um, I went to this uh, Comic-Con. I, I go to these things every now and then. And w he was there. And um, I'm also a big wrestling fan. So Ric Flair oh, was there too. Oh, welcome to the club. Yeah. So Ric Flair was there too. That So I'm like, Ric Flair, Ralph Macchio, this is amazing. So I didn't want to feel, I didn't want to like come off like, hey, uh, I know Ralph, you know. Yeah. So I stood in line and I waited my turn with all the other, and there's a lot of women with their outsiders. Oh, I'm sure. Videotapes <laughs> waiting, to, you know, and guys with their karate uh, suits from when they were, you know, kids. Yeah. Like it was like a huge thing. Ralph's line was huge. And then when he, when it was my turn, uh, he saw me 
and he was he he was like holy cow and he walked around the table and he gave me a hug and everybody who had been in line with a with me for like an hour <laughs> was just going who who is this guy <laughs> so it was pretty cool i mean my point is ralph was so cool yeah. off off camera you know and i i think the one thing about ralph macchio that everybody connected with in the karate kid movies especially in crossroads was he seemed very likable and yes. approachable and, and down to earth as an actor, like acting in his characters. And he is that way um, off camera. He was yeah. really approachable and friendly and, you know, no, he didn't put on anything, you know, like, and the same with Elijah Wood. I mean, that's the reason why it went off so well is, yeah. is because both those guys, especially and, and everyone else involved, like someone was really nice. And yeah, Jane I've Malone. heard she's such a sweetheart. And yeah. it's, I just hope with her cancer stuff that she just yeah. does uh, amazing. Cause I have friends that, that work in it. I went to film and television school. Radio was a fluke telling jokes at a bar. And you know, a guy said, you're funny. You want to work in radio? I said, you want to buy me a Jack and Coke? Yes, I do. You know, and they have right. worked with her and just said, she's just such a sweetheart of, she, of a person. Yeah, and she was so nice after the shoot. She didn't have to, but she sent us a a personal note and a letter and that's saying awesome. thanks for having me and i was like wow that's really classy yeah so um yeah so it was a really great experience to do the trilogy um and yeah so and it is and it's it's uh, one of the things i've shown people over and over hey you're digging the music but also check out this this series of these because this was such a cool thing that, that happened and as you said really came together and and they're just so enjoyable to watch and the story is fascinating you know the the special effects that were used and everything in it it's just such a cool little kind of uh as you said, trilogy, mm-hmm. a little nugget from that album, which yeah. I just, I love that album. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and jump into another track now. Uh, I want to play this. This is a, a song that I think most men can relate to off of We Sweat Blood. This is Forget My Name. That's Danko Jones, forget my name, on the bear at 105.7. Danko hanging out with me. And now, Danko, i got to ask before we get to uh, my closing game here, I know you guys got to get to uh, San Francisco. You brought it up. I am a huge professional wrestling geek. I've worked in it. I've been a TV commentator, hmm. ring announcer, greatest of all time. Uh, Piper. Piper. See, I'm a huge Piper fan. A lot of people kind of get on me about that. And I just think as far as... What he brought to uh, the table, I've been, uh, because of course I got my WWE network, I was going back and watching some of the stuff when he returned to WCW, and it was Star uh, Starcade, where uh, him and Hogan in that, that wonky cage, but uh, that's just a great match. I love yeah, Piper. He, he's the best of all time. Uh, he's the greatest promo guy of all time, and he can, he can, uh, he, and I think one of the, craziest classic matches was uh greg valentine and rowdy piper oh the the collar match dog collar match yes and so you know seeing that as a kid which i don't think i should have was you know enough for me to go that guy and he lost like what 40 percent of hearing or 80 percent so uh i mean he's a worker yeah i mean i've read his autobiography (laughs) and and i have yeah i've got 
yeah, I've got stuff for, of Piper more more so than any other wrestler. Yeah, and he's just the greatest promo guy ever. Now, of course, folks may not know you're from from Canada, but you're not near Saskatoon. So is Piper. So, yeah, so he's is Saskatoon. Piper. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's far. He's he's far from where we are. We're right. in Ontario. He's, he's from Saskatchewan, I believe. Yeah. Or was it, it Saskatoon? Or was it right, Manitoba. I can't remember. Is it Manitoba? I can't remember right off the top of my head, but it doesn't matter. I, I can, we could all hear the the Canadianese in him. Yes. Um, so it's quite funny. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, Danko, I like to finish up with a, a game here with you. So I'm going to read you a list of showbiz personalities, and I want you to tell me if the person is a weatherman or a porn star. Oh boy. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. All right. First up, uh, Patrick Blood, weatherman or porn star? Hmm. Patrick Blood. Uh, I'm going to say weatherman. You are correct for the National Weather Service in Galveston, Texas. Uh, Next, it's Aiden Shaw, porn star or weatherman? Porn star. Nailed it. Well done. Uh, John Gerard, porn star or weatherman? John Gerard. I don't know John Gerard, so I'm going to say... Weatherman. You are correct for uh, Siouxland, South Dakota. Up next, TJ Springer. Porn star or weatherman? Porn star? No, weatherman at KTIV in uh, Wichita, Kansas. Last but not least, Blake Harper. Porn star or weatherman? I'm going to say porn star. Nailed it. Four for five. Well yeah, done. All right. Well, Danko, man, this is uh, really, again, a, a huge uh, honor for me. I've been a fan for a long time. I'm excited to finally get to see you guys play live. Uh, just a, a huge fan of the music. And for you to make the stop off, uh, I know that you guys are so busy. I know what it's like traveling. I've done a little traveling with some some bands up and down the coast here and there. And so your time is just really appreciated, man. Thanks a lot for having us and, and playing. Our, our, our songs. Thank you. Absolutely. If you want more on Danko Jones, DankoJones.com. Follow them also under uh, Danko Jones on social media, Facebook, Instagram. They post up a lot of cool stuff. And make sure you check out the new album that is available now. 